What's going on, Bobcat Sickos? Welcome back to another episode of the Cats Corner Podcast. We're coming at you after a pretty good week of Texas State Athletics. We had softball go and kill it in a tournament this weekend. We had baseball with the sweep right before conference. We had the women's team make the NIT tournament. WNIT for our women's basketball team. And then, uh, yeah, I don't think we've talked since before the... We haven't talked since before the semifinals of... Actually, well, we haven't talked since before the Sunbelt Conference tournaments for both of our basketball teams. Yeah, so it's been a minute, but we're coming with a lot of... We wanted to... A lot of heat. We wanted to talk before the semifinal games and it didn't work out for us to talk before and then just to be completely honest both of us I think we're pretty just down about the way both of the basketball team seasons ended at that time luckily the women's team it's going to continue and we'll uh, we'll kind of preview that here in a bit and then like we said plenty of baseball and softball to get to yep all right, let's start it off today with men's basketball. Unfortunately, crashed out to uh, Louisiana Yeah, in the semifinals of the Sun Belt Tournament. That game was absolutely no fun to watch. I feel like um, the team got pretty jobbed. I mean, it was a, it was a pretty down season overall. But they fought so hard in once it came to tournament time. And Reed really, I mean, we'll make this quick, but that game against Louisiana was... That was a tough loss. It, Mason Harrell left his heart in yeah. Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> Shout out Mason Harrell. Yeah, Mason's last game. It's, he was named an all-tournament team. Good for him. He went yeah. crazy. yeah. He really did in his gave tournament it, play looked like what we've seen his entire career from him. Yeah, gave it really gave it everything he had and just unfortunate way for him to go out in that Louisiana game and I was going back and forth on our Twitter with Louisiana fans about the game and really when we don't have to get too in depth cuz it was kind of depressing but really you go look at some of the foul numbers and it just didn't it didn't oh, make yeah, sense. Yeah, the fouls were ridiculous. But that's that on the men's season. Shout out to Mason Harrell on an incredible career. Good luck in in the future. No doubt he's going to play. He's going to play professionally somewhere. Um, as far as who else is coming back, I guess we don't really know. Nigel Caesar's gone. He participated in Senior Day. Drew Jennon did as well, but I think he's still got eligibility for some reason. I feel like I feel yeah. like he's got one more year yeah i'm not sure well that'll kind of come into form now basketball transfer portal i believe opened today or yesterday so 265 players in the portal already yeah so those will kind of round into form and we'll see um robert garcia on twitter said uh let's get eddie lampkin from tcu the big boy the defensive lineman that plays basketball yeah he said, "Let's get after that." That would be nuts. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll probably know more about who is going to be um, on this team next year in the coming 
in the coming weeks is as I'm sure we'll have players of our own that jump into the portal guys who didn't play much this year and so on and so forth. So we'll see about that. But, um, women are going to the WNIT against the SFA lumberjacks round one. Yep. And, uh, I just had it up and now I can't quite find it. Here it is. Um, Let's see. We're playing in Nacogdoches. I'm trying to see the bracket here. In Nacogdoches. Yeah. It, the fact that we're not hosting is absurd. Yeah, I, I guess SFA must have had some season that I don't know about. But I mean, sh- fine. They had a good season. Winner but... of that game plays against winner of Arkansas and La Tech. So. Yeah. This so is a this is a good women's bracket, dude. There's a lot yeah. of very recognizable schools in here. A lot of big yeah. power fives, you know. Yeah, the NIT and the WNIT have really become respectable tournaments over the last um, several years, and uh, a good way to get more exposure for our athletes who um, who didn't, you know, get into the tournament. Through yeah. no fault of their own, our women's team had an absolutely incredible year. They deserve to be playing in the postseason, and um, and I'm excited for that. I, Another pro Bobcat right there, Denasia Hood. We'll for see her. sure. She's going to be She's in the WNBA. Be, yeah, I think she can and should definitely be in the WNBA. Well, um, I would be concerned that, I, being that she definitely has a chance to go to the next level, I wonder if she's, she's going to play. play. Yeah. And I could... I, if I she know, doesn't, she I can't fault her for it. I mean... She might, though. I mean, like... we. You I see, hope like, she does. Last year, like, Isaiah Small still played in IT. He knew he was going mm-hmm. pro. I hope I hope she does. She's incredible to watch. Um, but if she if she sits out, I'm not, I'm not going to blame her for it um, yeah. at all. So... That starts um, Thursday. Thursday, seven p.m. Eastern against Nacogdoches. So, uh, I'm not sure who has the broadcast rights for that. In yeah, all honesty, it's ESPN Plus. Are you sure? Yeah. No, CBS Sports Network. Um, this says ESPN Plus right here. Okay. Well, read might be right. Maybe it's on both. I don't know. I have something on ESPN right here. But, okay. Yeah, well, well, We shall see. Thursday, either way, uh, they'll tweet out how you can watch it. Watch that. Um, if you're a Bobcat living in East Texas, go out there Thursday night. Um, it's spring break, so it's going to be hard to get students to travel up there. But if there's any students from... East Texas in your home for spring break, make the drive over. Pack their gym full of Bobcat fans because it should have been here. Yeah, their little high school gym over there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> All right. Well, anything well, we got... else on basketball? Hopefully come back next week with an update on the WNIT and we're like headed to the semifinal or something. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, in um, 
in the baseball world, baseball softball world. Um, we had baseball. softball crush it this weekend. Baseball is on an up and down roller coaster right now. Baseball, yeah. Texas State baseball fans can't find ourselves either angry or happy because it seems it changes every single day. It has been changing every day. Pitching has been wildly inconsistent. Let's so thank our, our hitting our lucky stars that Levi Wills is back on the bump. Yeah, let, I'm. Well, I'm pleased about that because it, here's my thing. Hot take. If Levi Wells can't pitch one of our three-game series, it's hard for us to win a series. And we see that. We go to Grand Canyon. He didn't pitch. Okay, the Friday night game was a weird game. I'm not going to say much about that. But he didn't pitch in that. If we have Levi Wells on the bump, whatever game he's pitching is a lock. We just have to win one of the other two. With him out, we were screwed. We were doomed, bro. We were pitching a freshman on a Sunday. Like... That's yeah, my take on well, it. Now that Levi Wells is back, I think we'll be back. We'll be back. I al- well, I mean, I also want to talk about some of these. It's tough, though, too, because I want to talk about some of these home run numbers. We are all too reliant on the home run. Yeah, we are. It's, it's boomer bust for us right now. And that's not going to play late into the season. Yeah, I'm with you. With tough pitching. And you saw that against Grand Canyon. We haven't... They go out and blank us on Sunday. Have we talked since before Grand Canyon? Probably not. No. Last we talked would have been before Incarnate Word, I think, honestly. Oh, man. This has been since it's been real rough then. Yeah, our last episode was posted February 28th. So on Incarnate Word, we were recording during Incarnate Word. Okay, so then we We, can... We beat Sam. We can start on that. Sam's a good good win. win. Sam's a good program. Good win, midweek win, doesn't fucking matter. I don't... I I get... I I buy that narrative 100%. Midweek games don't matter, and you're the one that was trying to say that last week. That's not true. (laughs) Okay, I'm... No. Okay, they do matter, but also you're not pitching your solid pitching staff. You're going to have some backups in there too. I know, but okay, when for a program like us, okay, I get for like UT to say, and I hate this college baseball, like I'm kind of new to the college baseball fandom scene, like relatively. There's some old timers and they're the types who typically go, oh, midweeks don't matter, midweeks don't matter. For a program like Texas State, they do matter. Because if you can't win your conference tournament, they do matter. Okay, the fact true. that we only lost, what did we lose last year, seven or eight games? That's true. That is what gets you in when you don't win your conference championship for a school like us. I got you. Yeah. So for a UT... Going, oh, a midweek doesn't matter. First of all, F off, UT, you're a bunch of losers. And I'll take any chance we get to beat UT or watch them lose midweek or not. Same thing goes for TCU this week. 
they might say they don't matter, but to us, they should. We also have a good metric this week on UT because UT will be playing North Dakota State. And guess what? RPI? RPI doesn't care if it's a midweek or not. This is true. RPI looks at it and goes, oh, they beat UT? Damn, UT is a good squad. Yeah. RPI doesn't look at midweek, so it does matter. Yeah. Yeah, Sam, same for Sam. Sam's a good. They're they're obviously not, you know, they're not they're on our level. So to see that we beat a team like Sam, that helps yeah. our RPI. Yeah, no, that that was a good win. Six two went over them. Then we went to freaking Arizona and kind of got our teeth kicked in on Way something ahead. that something that's depressing because if we would have we didn't even have to sweep if we take that series we're in the top twenty five. Because I'm pretty sure Grand Canyon is in the top 25 in at least like two or three polls right now. Uh, three to five loss Friday night on what was a win. We were winning that should game. Should have been, yeah. There was some pitiful, pitiful I, errors. Errors have been an issue. I do also think that we're struggling with our identity at the back end of the bullpen with no more trip Tristan Siders. Right. Tristan Dix Dixon is good, but he's not Stivers. And I think Tristan we're... Dixon and Tony Roby are about the the tail end of our bull, bullpen that do much. Well, and I think we're kind. I I really think we're kind of struggling to find. I I don't want to say like. We're not struggling to find the guys. I think we have the guys. I think we're struggling to find where guys fit yeah. there in in relief throughout the weekend in when when they're best suited to come into a game. Yeah. I think we probably have some guys who are a little bit uncomfortable coming in coming into an inning with runners on. I think we have some guys yeah. who are used to pitching in clean innings some, and yeah, they're going to need to kind of uh, mature a little bit and be able to come in with guys on. The difference in that game is really the errors. The mm-hmm. that's three errors to one that Friday night that kind of lost us the game. I know two runs came off of one specific error from Ben McLean. Uh, I he I love Ben McLean. I think he's he had a, he's struggling to adjust to center field. I think he's, it's different when it's coming straight at you. I'm hoping that could be the case. I'm hoping, but he played center last year pretty well. Uh, didn't he play in the corners, though? More I think so? he played more often in the corner, but I, he definitely had games in center field last year. I think I'm hoping for him, because if you remember, he hit the wall hard. Um, mm. Yeah. I'm hoping that he may have been a little rattled and shaken up and kind of threw him off and he's coming back to that cuz coming back to being an excellent fielder cuz he is he's really rangy and i don't think oh no yeah i think Ben McLean is likely th- one of our better players i think he i think he may have kind of struggled a little bit with a like a bit of an I don't want to say an injury, but maybe he hit the wall really hard. I can't remember what game that was. 
Yeah, I don't remember. It, I want to say it was against Oral Roberts. One of the games against Oral Roberts, he hit the wall. No, I know hard. what you're talking about. Yeah, but I don't and remember when it was. I think his hat came off, like, and yeah, he was a little slow to get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think maybe that kind of threw him off a little bit. I'm hoping anyway, because I don't. I I think. Yeah. That that to me was probably a one-off. And looking at his stats here, his fielding stats, uh, yeah, that game against Grand Canyon, he had two errors, and those are his only two errors on the season. Yeah. They came in really, really unfortunate times, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah. But I, I think agree. he bounces back from that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think other than true. that, he has not had an error all season yeah. out there. And then we went and won Saturday, 3-0 in Grand Canyon. Good win, and then got absolutely torn apart on Sunday. And to just, uh, you know, kick the dead horse even harder, UTSA comes to town and puts 11 on our head, too. Yeah, that was so bad. Yeah. And that's I, one where I want to be like, midweeks don't matter. But against competition like UTSA, it does because they're in our stratosphere. I and hate get that. Beat that bad. Oh. And UTSA, God, yeah. this kills me to say, that's a good squad this season. They beat Corpus Christi like 35 to something. Like They put 35 runs on Corpus <laughs> yeah. Christi's head or something like that. Thirty, I don't know, 30-something. 30 that's a good squad. I don't think there's any reason we should have got absolutely killed, though. No, absolutely not. That I think that's another game that we should have won. Like that's embarrassing. And lo- losing the series to Grand Canyon is not the end of the world. That's a good squad, really good. We know that they're tried and true. They they go regionals year in year out. They beat Tennessee this season, right? To UTSA, that's ridiculous. Lose by nine runs to UTSA. I, it's embarrassing. And again, we got into like wanting to hit play home run derby. And like, sorry, that's not going to happen every That time. only works if your name's Chase Morrow. Yeah, we'll talk about him in a little bit if you want. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, the kid's been awesome, but I mean, yeah. I, but like, okay. In a game like that, we're swinging for the fences. It's not. It's not. You're not happening. playing Northwestern. At some point, <laughs> you've got to realize. All right, this pitching's better than we've seen. Weather not really in our favor. Is windy night. Like, let's manufacture some runs here. Yeah, got to poke some in the gaps and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't understand. I I don't know. I don't know, man. That that game sucks. The that's the thing with this team that yeah, that, yeah. I think we get, okay. You're you're hitting the nail on the head. We we hit home runs and that's why it's either rooting for this team so far this season has been either the most exciting baseball you can watch or it sucks because you're either flying out every at bat or you're absolutely smoking one over the fence. Maybe and, and maybe it works out later in the season when because right now it's early spring, winds blowing in from the north. Maybe it works out early or late season. Yeah. When the winds start blowing from the south and we're we're blowing out to 
winds are coming or blowing through the stadium out to right center field or left center field. Sorry, maybe that helps us out. But right now, like we're seeing a lot of stuff put on the warning track. Yeah, and <laughs> even even shorter, really. So, yeah. yeah, that game was unfortunate, and I it, it sucked to watch. And I play soccer on Wednesday nights with uh, with a UTSA alum, and he actually um, he actually let me. Um, I want to have him on when we get close to football season. Um, Those damn dirty birds have been freaking running San Marcos, and that needs to stop. I want to have him on when we get close to football season, and or maybe like to preview that game because he actually runs the rivals site oh, um, for UTSA. What's his name? Javi. Javi. Yeah. I play soccer with him on Wednesday nights, and he said he'd, he'd be down to come on. So um, he was giving me shit after that for sure on Wednesday night so yeah and I was here sitting talking all my shit on Twitter the whole time yeah me too yeah I mean I, we we're going off on Twitter UTSA yeah week. dude I'm I'm talking shit on Twitter and then but our team makes what, me look stupid no it's it's what's fun you can't you know you can't uh get too down about it you know it it's what makes things like this fun is, in my my opinion, like the shit talking and and the Twitter back and forths are, are what are what make this fun. Even when your team loses, like that's what rivalries are about. And if we want to have legitimate fun rivalries, win, lose, or draw, we've got to be willing to have the fun like that and tom madden on twitter was going at it even after we lost so yeah (laughs) shout out to him he's fun he's fun on twitter um yeah so that's the utsa game um not we swept the worst team in the nation after that so well hang on we play (laughs) utsa again uh coming up here in about a month down in San Antonio. So let's just get our revenge then. We go down there to their home field and, and take them out. If you can even call their ballpark a ballpark, it's more like dirt with some bleachers around it. I played in better stadiums than that in Little League, but... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so now uh, we'll talk about the sweep this weekend... Thank uh, North God Dakota State we didn't comes to lose. Thank God we didn't lose to North Dakota State. They weren't ready for Slam Marcus. I don't we, think they're ready for baseball. We had to make a come-behind win to a team that's won one game this season, bro. That's okay. No, that freaked me out. I will say, okay, I'll give North, North Dakota the benefit of the doubt. They hang it's, into games. It's still cold up there. They, they hang on. I'm not even kidding. If you look through their freaking schedule... They rarely get blown out. So it's, it's still winter in North Dakota. They they really haven't had a spring training yet. You know, how much can you hate on them? Like, how do they practice? It's still like in the teens up there. Indoor facility, I don't know. But like, they don't have, I'm sure they don't have a full baseball field indoors. They're probably. Damn, I. 
practicing on the fo- indoor fil- football facility. That's not the same. They might have a baseball field. I don't know. I don't know. Like, where? NDSU. Well, we beat them 8-7 to seven on Friday. We beat them 19-18 to 18 on Saturday. And we beat them 5-1 to one on Sunday. It's 19 Chase degrees up there right now. And it was snowing last week. That sucks for them. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they like how I don't know how they can have like a legit practice and like you just go and have a long toss in the football. That's all they can do. <laughs> like and how do you even like there's no way they can even do live BP. Like because you can't have a pitcher in a batting cage throwing live BP to a guy. They got to have some way I don't look at their record. I don't think they do. I think this is their spring training is coming south and playing a bunch of teams down here because yeah, they can't I mean, play baseball up sense. there they, right now. Yes, they are going to stick around and play UT this week. You you might not be lying, dude. They can't play <laughs> baseball there right now. So like, I they probably yeah they probably go into their football's indoor practice facility and it's got to do workouts in there. It's got to suck to be a baseball player. At a school like North Dakota, just because of okay, well, they look played at this. In, have they they played have in, not played at home. They they haven't say, have they played at home. Sacramento no. State for four games to start the season. San Diego for four games for a tournament. Arizona for four games, one against Arizona State and two against uh, Arizona, and then three here in San Marcos and two two in, in Austin, Houston, and Austin. then two and then three in Houston. They don't get home. Oh my God, they don't play in, at home until April eighteenth. Holy crap! They are on the road for the first month and a half of their season. I'm sorry for saying that North Dakota State's the worst team in the nation. They're just dealing with some crap, bro. Nah. They it has it must be like that every year. They cannot play at home. That's until that's rough April. So they live on the road for. And look at this. Over two months. They went 31 and 19 last year. They were a solid team. So once you hit that once home they get stretch, home, it's over. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're not a bad team. Look at look at their schedule. They lose by like one or two. Like constant. They get blown out every now and losses then. last year. Eight. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen of their nineteen losses last year came before they even got to play a home game. Damn. <laughs> they're they're a good program. Yeah. Unfortunately they've been horrible this year. <laughs> That's that's nuts. Anyway, so we sweep enough about North Dakota State. We sweep them Friday night, eight to seven win. Um, there, this is the come behind game that you're talking about. Um, the bats just didn't wake up until late. That's all yeah. there is to it. And once they woke up. I mean, 
<laughs> for back to back to back to bat four homers in a row once once the bats woke up but that's probably going to be a lot of this season with with the way our lineups built is until we can if they have a really dominant starting pitcher until we can knock him out of the game we're going to struggle struggle because we're not stringing hits together we're just uh you know we're really just relying on on the home run ball source so, from uh from nolan right here nolan yeah that is reed's uh friend who works for the horn we're hoping to have him later on on later here in the baseball season he said yeah they play neutral sites in a way all year like i was talking about the first half of the year so i guess it was just you and i that didn't know that we're just the yeah, must, that don't know our college it's baseball it's a common knowledge in college baseball yeah because he actually knows what he's talking about we're just yeah, two, no, two idiots so. nolan's uh really knowledgeable about college baseball which is why we're excited to have him on here later in the season um and we have a high stakes bet but even still i i'm still like dumbfounded at how they even practice yeah <laughs> like it's got to be at their football indoor facility yeah. i have no idea dude i've That's never crazy. really even thought about that like those northern states they yeah they're trapped a lot really? of those northern baseball states i guess which is why they're not good yeah well, look at the best teams in the country. They're all from yeah, all from the like the South and California, you know. So yeah, uh, and on Friday, so Zeke Wood was our starting pitcher. Four innings, eight strikeouts. Unfortunately, those five earned runs, and really, um, five earned. He he's not a he's not a Friday starter. Zeke Wood. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's the Saturday starter. We've yeah. like like he's a true Saturday starter. You think he, so? Yeah. Because Levi Wells is our best starter, but he's coming back off injury. Well, I know he's our Saturday starter, but if you had, I'd, I I. Hot take. I like Jack Stroud. I'd like to see him start some games. I'll be honest um, and say that, like, Nathan Medrano, he's been our Sunday guy, leaving yeah. a lot to be desired. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sold on I don't. Him. Yeah, I don't know where I'm at on that yet because he did, he came from U of H. Pitched a pretty good career there. He used to play at Tyler Junior College, I believe. Or no, not that. The other one, Temple. He played there with Seth. You say he had a... But, okay, he was at St. Ed's and then Temple. And then Houston. 2022 at Houston, 21 appearances, 14 starts. He was 6-4 and four with one save. 5.8 ERA in 80 innings. Mm. Seven, 74 strikeouts, less than a strikeout an inning and 32 walks. I'm I'm not sold on him being yeah. being in the weekend rotation. Well, I just told you. 
I want to see Jack Stroud be a starter. So you're saying Wells, Wood. Wells, Friday. Stroud. Maybe not this weekend. This weekend. We're opening I th- up conference play this weekend. Well, if no, I'm saying. Do it, you got to do no, it No, I'm saying this weekend, since Levi Wells just came off injury, I don't know if he should be starting Friday again. Because Friday, you're selling your you're selling your soul to that diamond. Friday starter, you should be doing exactly what Levi Wells did the first few weeks. And he should be pitching 100 pitches a game. So I don't know if Levi Wells should be this weekend. Obviously, by stats and pitcher performance, yes, he, he should be. But he threw, 91, he threw 91 pitches on Sunday. Oh, did he? That's so fun. he can go 80 to 110, I would say. Yeah, that's fine then. Then, yeah, I'd like to see it this With weekend. With nine strikeouts. Wells on Friday. No walk. Wood on Saturday. Yeah, I just don't want Levi Wells to get hurt again. Because if he gets hurt, you see we have no pitching staff. And when you look at it... I say we have no pitching our, staff. We treated Sunday this week like our, like, like I would expect our Friday. Levi Wells, Carson Keithley, Tristan Dixon. Yeah. Like, the, those are the Yeah. I would like to three. see this. <laughs> Wells Friday, Wood Saturday, and then either Jack Stroud or Tony Roby on Sunday. Where's Tony Roby? Tony He's a, he was our Sunday. He was our Sunday starter last season. Why'd they was pull him? Was he dealing with injury early in the season? I don't know, but he was our Sunday starter last year. And you know what? We had a hell of a season last year. What about uh, Gold? Reese Gold? Uh, he's he's a, a senior. I mean, he's a reliever, huh? Ha- he started some games, has he not? Has he? Maybe when they were in the mess of. The whole Levi Wells situation because when Levi Wells was hurt, they were having no, to start they didn't that. Start any games last year? They were ha- when Levi Wells just got hurt. It was like we had to start that one kid that had pitched uh, the freshman. I don't know his name. Reese was injured last year. Hmm. Sorry, what was that again? I'm sorry. Think I was just saying things were out of whack because when like Levi Wells got hurt. Um, we were having to pitch that freshman, Colby. I think his name's Colby or Cody something or other. I can't but remember. who were you saying just now? Who? That you would like to see. Oh, Jack Sunday? Stroud. Either Jack, Jack Stroud uh, or Tony Roby. Junior. Transfer from Weatherford, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean... I guess I can see it. He just hasn't pitched more than three innings this year, and the three innings was in relief against UTSA, and that game didn't go well. So, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. And he, I don't know. His ERA is absurd, but it's inflated right now, I guess. I don't know. What about? Roby, I don't. Tony Roby, like, why is he? Back. Why is he not starting? Do they think that he's not better than Nathan Madrano? Can Chase Mora do it all? Because he's listed as a he, he pitched in high school. Yeah, he pitched right-handed in, pitcher. He pitched in high school. Yeah. So Sunday starter and Saturday no, second baseman. Have, you have to have him batting, bro. Can't, well, in college ball, you can bat your pitcher if you want. You just have the option to DH, I right? I think you can, yeah. 
I could be wrong on that. Ask. I do think Chase text, Moore. Uh, text Nolan. Text Nolan real quick. I do think Chase Moore should be a DH, not a second baseman, though, because I do still like Ryder Hernandez. He's I a like, good player. I like Ryder, but. And he's got time on him, too. But he's not an everyday. No, what do you mean? He's a sophomore. He's a true sophomore. He's got time on him. Uh, Unless he gets drafted, he he's got. No, like I'm saying, he's got time to like build still. Chase Moore does too, but then both if, of them. Yeah, but that's what I'm. You build both of them, and then they both become your middle infield someday. Okay, but I mean, I mean, I guess, but we've got a lot of well-rounded middle infielders. I, I'm not worried about. About that. Who? Tony Roby. Jesus. I... Tony Roby so far in a season. He has... Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. He hasn't started a game. Only been coming in in relief. He got blew up. Against Oral Roberts and Grand Canyon. One earned run, no outs against Oral Roberts. He pitched in a full inning against Grand Canyon, gave up three earned. I don't know. I just know he. He started 11. There's also situational pitching and ERA. He started 11 games last year. So he wasn't a starter coming into this season? Or? Maybe later in the season. Maybe later in the season. I know he Guys started have Sundays. A really good. It doesn't. I mean, to me, it just doesn't look like he's got swing and miss stuff. I mean, 57 innings pitched last year. He only recorded 48 strikeouts. Opponent's batting average was 294. I mean, he gets hit. Yeah. He doesn't know. give up a lot of home runs. He only gave up eight home runs last year, but he gets hit. Guys are on base against yeah. him. His ERA last year was 5.05. It's 6.48 this year. I That's probably why. You can't have a starter out there. The thing is, is like you got to have a starter with swing and miss stuff who can record some strikeouts. It doesn't have to be double digits every time, but you can't have a guy starting who has less than one strikeout per inning because with that much traffic on the bases, people, they're going to score runs. Yeah. I mean, college baseball, professional baseball, no little league. If there's traffic on the bases, runs are going to score. You've got to yeah. be able to keep traffic off the bases and it doesn't look like he does that. Yeah. I'm just going based, just based off what I knew last year. I mean, we won a lot of games last year and I know he started some Sundays, but I don't know what, uh, I don't think he's the answer. And just just looking at his numbers, I don't I don't think he's the answer as the Sunday starter, but I don't think it's Nathan Madrano right now, unless he can find it. Yeah, because he's he just hasn't had it. I don't know who else we have that can start. I think maybe Cameron Bush has started some games in the past. Um, I couldn't tell you. He's a junior. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, he started five, six games, five games last year. His numbers aren't great either, but this season he hasn't started a game, but opponent's bat- batting average is 
212 in nine innings pitched. So, I mean, he hasn't pitched a lot yet this year, but but I like that batting average. Yeah. That's the number. I don't know if it, you know, tip in professional baseball, that seems like the right number to look at in MLB is like opponent's batting average. And especially like lefty righty splits. I don't have that information for for our team, but so I'm not positive that that's what you should be looking at in college ball, but that 212 look, number looks really nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we got TCU tomorrow. TCU tomorrow. Sold out stadium already. So absolutely, it's gonna be. It's gonna be standing room. I'm gonna be one of those schmucks that has to stand in the outfield, and I have a broken freaking foot right now. So why are you gonna stand <laughs> in the outfield? Well, you, you either have to stand. And not in the outfield, but along the baselines. Yeah, but I mean, you're either in. You're you didn't buy there. a ticket. No, I didn't know I was gonna have to because it's spring break. I didn't think there was gonna be anybody going. I mean, number 11 TCU, I assume they're going to have a lot of fans there. This is a this is a must win. If we want to try to get into a regional this season, we have to win this game. We have to at least split with UT. It's early in the season, I don't want to say have to. But it would be it would go a long way toward doing that. Yeah. You can't say have to. Okay. We don't have to, Tony but it's going to is... help a lot considering if we're not winning the conference. Well, but the way this se- how do you how can you say that? No, I'm saying I'm saying if we don't like if if it comes where we don't win the conference, then if we're going to try to get our at large bid into a regional, we're going to have to prove that we can beat a team of this caliber teams that are going to be in regionals. I don't, that's why we got the at large last season. Cause we were beating teams of that caliber. Sure. We beat Arizona. We beat UT. Yeah. yeah, I got it. I know. I'm just saying it's, it's March. We've still got games. March was when we, first of all, March was when we punched our ticket last season when we beat UT. We're in a really, <laughs> we're in a really strong. It wasn't March. Was it? We played them in March. Anyway, we're early. in a really strong baseball conference, so we have a good RPI. Yeah. But it's March. We still got A and M on uh, on the we schedule. We still got again. UT we twice. twice. We've got UTSA, who looks like they're going to have a strong program this year. Um, Southern yeah, Miss, TCU again. Coastal. It, exactly. So I don't want to say that it would go a long way, but I don't want to say we have to win tomorrow for that to be it'll help you want to talk rpi beating tcu would help of course (laughs) we'd probably be ranked if we beat tcu yeah maybe not ranked but we might get like a college baseball writers association ranking tony roby is looking like the probable starter according to texas state's own website so i don't know why that would change unless Ty Harrington wakes up tomorrow with a text from Levi Wells saying, I'm pitching. Jesus, that shows my age. Shit. (laughs) Steven Trout. (laughs) Ty Harrington was in the prime of his career when I was at Texas State. So, I'm sorry. 
Well, even Ty Harrington, maybe if Ty Harrington wakes up with a call from or with a text from Levi yeah, Wells maybe. saying, I'm starting tomorrow, maybe Ty Harrington calls Stephen Trout and says, put this kid in, he's a gamer. So unless yeah. unless um, Stephen Trout wakes up tomorrow and gets either, either a message from Levi Wells saying, Hey, tell Tony not to show up to the ballpark because this is my mound tomorrow. Or <laughs> he just gets crazy and wants to start him, which I wouldn't be mad at. Mm. I, I mean, one full day rest on his arm, though. What do you mean one full day rest? He's throwing Tuesday. He, he threw. threw on... He threw on Sunday. Oh, two full days rest on his arm. But you don't. I mean, you don't want to do that to your best pitcher. Especially you're talking Stivers. Once the, again, you're talking Stivers about Stivers in the regional. Yes, we talk about gamers. That was, Stivers in the regional last yes, year went out, that, closed a game. That's a winner. Go home. He pitched home. four days in a row and threw a hundred pitches plus. That's what in his I'm last saying. Game that's a, a winner. Go athlete. home. It was the same thing like we said earlier. Mason Harrell left his soul in freaking Florida. Tristan Stivers was leaving his soul in California that weekend. This I is love different. It. This is in March. Do you want to? Risk him hurting his arm after he just came off injury. I don't even know what he was injured, but like what he was hurting for. But do you want to put your best pitcher through a potential injury-ridden situation in March? If he throws seven shutty and we beat TCU, yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. All right, can he come in in relief? Sure, but there's can no he reason close to, a game? There's no reason to go put 100 pitches on his freaking arm, dude. Stiffy did it. He left his soul in California. He did. Stivers I left remember. his soul in Palo Alto, and then he went, and he's definitely sold his soul to the devil because his first professional baseball game, he threw an immaculate inning. So, yeah, I did. He get invited to spring ball this year? I don't know. I haven't paid attention to it. Hmm. I don't know if him or uh, Sheffield did. Anyway, he might have. I don't think Sheffield did. Anyway, we can dream, but I guess. You're right. He's not. Not in March. Now, if it gets to the end of the season and we're in a regional and it's a split game and Levi Wells wants to pull that shit, I'm sure Trout would be fine with it. But right now he's too much of an asset for for Trout to do that. Maybe so. Yeah. And Le- honestly, Levi Wells, he knows he's going pro too, so... If he wants to do that at the end of the season just to boost his draft stock, then sure, by all means, Levi, go out there and kill your arm. You know, yeah, maybe you boost your draft stock a little bit. I don't know. I'd like to see him. Even if Trout says no, you're not pitching, you'd like to see a guy be like, hey, if there's an opportunity for me to get in this game and help the team win, whether that's starting or coming in relief, you'd hope, you know, you'd hope your number one starter takes the opportunity to do so. But anyway, TCU tomorrow night, they're number 11 in the country. If we are able to beat them in a midweek, again, fans will say it's just a midweek, but it's not. RPI doesn't care about midweek. Yeah. So, no one did say... <laughs> Pitchers can hit. Most teams just don't because their pitchers are ass at hitting, but there's a few that do it occasionally. 
He said Ace Whitehead pitches at Texas, but he's a position player as well. I don't know if he's ever hit while pitching, though. But so moral of the story is Chase, Chase Mora can do it all. You remember in Stanford last season, one of the players on Stanford did that. He went and started at pitcher, and then he went and played center field. Oh yeah, that was crazy. I don't. It wasn't Bowser, no. No, no. Uh, I, I just remember no, he was a freshman. I don't think he. was I remember Bowser because that was just like that a kid weird was name. Insane. But he was a true freshman last year. But yeah, one guy went and started pitching, and then he pitched what maybe like five innings, and then went and played center field. He after was a true freshman last year, he was insane. Yeah, let's see Chase Moore be the Sunday starter, and then go and finish out the game at second. <laughs> That'd be dark. I'm, I'm let him for it. let him go and came up fifteen times. And then in five innings, and then uh, and then let him go hit a few nukes on him too. That'd be funny. Oh, what was that kid's name? He'd be a sophomore this year. That kid was so good. I don't think he played center for some reason. Maybe it wasn't center. I don't know. Yeah, no, he was in the outfield. I thought he went to center field. Braden Montgomery? I don't know, maybe. Braden Montgomery. I think this was Or maybe it was the other right. way he around. He, maybe it was, it was the other no. way around. He started in center field and then came in and I relieved. I think that was the case. And he threw... And he, oh, yeah, it was. Because he came in and relieved. And he was throwing like 100 mile per hour pitches. After already playing like almost a whole freaking baseball game in the outfield. Let me look at his career statistics. As a true freshman last year, yes, it was him. Braden Montgomery, outfielder, right right handed pitcher. Yeah, that kid was freaking nuts. Let's do that with Chase Morrow. Just Why make him not? your your all around utility. I mean pitch in high school. You'll never know if he can do it at this level if you don't see him do it at this level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he started in the outfield, came in uh, 1.2 innings in relief. He gave up two unearned runs, struck out three. But yeah, yeah. So it's been done. Do it with Mora. Why not? We want to see Mora hit bombs and KM up too. That'd be nuts. I, I'm ready to watch it. I had a, I have a coworker who came to my desk today and goes, why is Chase Mora not playing more? Read any thoughts? Uh... He's a true freshman. Okay. She goes, why is this kid with all this power not playing more? My husband and I want to know. Oh, we don't want him to transfer out. No, no, no. <laughs> He's a true freshman. We don't want him to get exposed for what he is, and that's a true freshman. He's got plenty of pop. It's there. But he's a true freshman. If you throw him in the lineup against a Friday starter, especially, say, this weekend against Southern Miss, against their their Friday starter, he's going to get exposed. He's good. Yeah. But he's a freshman. Yeah, that's no. why he's not playing more. I think he should play basically every midweek. I got you. I d- I do think he might he might not be the 
Statist- okay, statistically and efficiently based on stats, he is the best hitter on our team. Right, I but think he he's will. Been, he's that's in limited appearances. No, yeah, again, I'm with you because he's a freshman. I'm with you, but I think, I think he will be the best hitter whenever he's an upperclassman. He may be the best pure hitter right now. Mm, it's tough. Jose Gonzalez. Jose Gonzalez is in our lineup. You're right. <laughs> he is probably a top five on our team right now. Pure hitter. I'd say he's definitely a top three. I but, think I think Jose Gonzalez, Dalen Pena. And Chase Moore are probably our three best hitters. But he's only had 23 at-bats. Okay. How many hits does he have? Nine. Seven of them are home runs. Seven homers and nine hits. But again, okay, on Sunday versus Northwest... Saturday and Sunday versus Northwestern. Okay? Northwestern is a bad team with bad pitching that's a great op i'm not taking anything away from chase Moore. i couldn't fucking hit one of those balls okay they'd strike me out on two pitches and that's not possible so not taking anything away from him he's a damn good hitter but that's not the best pitching we're gonna face this season so no I my answer you. to her on why he why is he not playing more is simply He's a freshman, and if we throw him up against a Friday starter against a really good team like Southern Miss, he's going to get exposed. So I expect him to play a lot in the midweeks and late weekends. No, yeah, I got you. Let him, uh, yeah, let him, let him progress as a freshman like he should, like every other his, freshman does throughout college baseball. Like his, by I the think, end of the season, maybe you'll see him in a couple Friday night starts. You know, Trout is going to need to try to balance with him confidence and but also keeping his confidence high while giving him enough playing time to grow because you can't if you play him too much it's going to sink his confidence a friday starter especially one that has a lot of experience pitching in the sunbelt or just a lot of pitching college baseball pitching in general so like say a senior who's a friday starter for a team like southern miss will expose a true freshman yeah they will you and he's had some of those swings he'll come back later he swings a lot he swings at every pitch that's what i kind of i'm with you right but i think that's later in the count and hit it out yeah right like in a in a in a one two count he'll swing for the fences and hit that shit out but those two strikes that got him there were kind of ugly yeah that yeah I'm with so you. i think he i think that's a lot of his confidence that is he he swings at everything but and yeah, we want but that then he smokes high. that third pitch yeah it's like trout needs to keep that confidence high and give him enough playing time to develop him but don't let him get exposed because you by the end, of, if you play it that way, by the end of the season, maybe you do have a guy who can pinch hit in a regional, yeah, and get a big hit, yeah. But if you play him too much and he gets exposed because he's a true freshman, it's not going to be good. You play long-term. him too much if he goes in some crappy slump and then he sits, and at, then he's in his. He head. sits at seven home runs for the rest of the season. He's in his head. 
Yeah. His batting average sinks. That's the thing is a lot down of people into the 200s. I'm not low 200s. I'm not claiming to ever have been a baseball player, but I do kind of understand how a lot of it works. A lot of people don't understand that baseball is a game of hot or not. If you're hot, you're going to hit good. If you go into a slump, it's hard to come out of a hitting slump. Ask any baseball player you know, that's one of the hardest parts of baseball is getting out of slumps because it's a yeah, you're in your head. You're standing there at the plate. If you haven't hit in your last 10 plate appearances, you're expecting yourself to not hit, you know? It's a it's a real thing. A lot of people don't realize it. Yeah, and so nine hits, seven of them are homers to go along with six strikeouts. Yeah. So, again, he's going to be a very good player for this team. You can tell everything is there. But let's not get ahead of ourselves and expect him to be starting Friday night against Southern Miss. It's not going to happen, and it shouldn't happen. Coach Trout's too good of a baseball coach to let a young kid get exposed like that. I do like the the level of how much we're seeing freshmen this season, though. We're seeing yeah, a lot of Chase Mora. We're seeing a lot of Rashawn Galloway. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of that pitcher that I couldn't remember his name. I still can't. What's his name? Cody or Colby, something like that. Let me go look. Sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of those freshmen. And Rashawn Galloway's got a stroke, too. It shows that we're reloading the program uh, on the fly while still winning. Yeah. A lot of young talent on this team. Colby Diaz. Colby Diaz, yeah. We're seeing a lot of him, Hmm. which is good. I mean, what he's he's typically our midweek starter, it seems. Colby Diaz. Maybe he's only had the ones. St- no, he started two games now, I think. Could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Thousand good at this. Three appearances, two starts. Two starts, yeah. See, that's good. I don't know if a freshman started a game last season. Yeah, but he has, you know. Incarnate okay, Word if you're going to talk about... Incarnate Word and Grand Canyon, I mean... So one extremely good against, team. Three innings against... Three and a third against Incarnate Word. Two innings against Grand Canyon. It looks like the relief appearance was against North Dakota State. Hmm. And looks he picked up the win in, in that. Nice. It's just... It's good that at least you see in the field. You know? Trout sees something in him. Yeah. Build him up. Sure. Yeah, I like the young talent. There's a lot of it this season. All right, let's talk about some softball. Softball beat Bama and UT this weekend. And Bama, two we top have 10 teams chiseled in one our, weekend. Chiseled our uh, way into the top 25. Right inside the top 25. And, you know, we should be higher. In my opinion, I think the loss to Wisconsin. I think we've won every round robin we've played in, technically. The loss, I think we won the Owl Classic. The loss to Wisconsin, let's look at the Owl Classic. Oh, maybe we didn't win. We probably didn't win the, the UT one, whatever that is. Yeah, the loss to Wisconsin hurt. Two of them, right? Yeah, um, yeah two, the two losses to Wisconsin, sure. Those 
those hurt the chances of being higher up in the top 25. But to bounce back Saturday, Sunday, two wins on two days against two what was top 10 opponents at the time. And did you see we dropped uh, like Bama all the way down to like outside the top 15, I think? Really? Definitely out of the top 10. But anyway, so um, I don't, where do you even start? This team is so damn good. And it's headed up by Jessica Mullins. She is insane. Yeah. Um, ooh, ah. Yeah, she's she's solid. And then uh, she's more than that. I'm at a loss for words about what to say about her. Um, well, and on top of that, dude, our bats are good too this year. Yeah, we We're haven't really had hits. the pop. Yeah, but I mean, we had 11 hits in the one against uh, against UT. Jessica Mullins has started eight games. Er, I'm sorry. Jessica Mullins has started 11 games. Eight of them have been complete games. <laughs> and the Sunday game against UT was a complete, games in, complete game in nine innings. She pitched all nine innings up and down. She got the lead. She lost the lead. She got the lead back. She lost the lead. She got the lead back again and closed it out. Yeah. I don't know if stud is an appropriate word. I don't think so for uh, for a female. I don't think so. She's a stud. I, th- I think ah. that's the wrong word. She is too <laughs> damn good. Too damn good. And it's insane to watch. You think she could K up Chase Morrow? She would K up Chase Morrow in a heartbeat. <laughs> because here's the thing. I've said this before about softball pitchers. You throw that damn rise that ball. That rise and it's ball. Over. I, baseball pitchers <laughs> can't hit a baseball hitters can't hit a rise ball. They've never seen that in their life. Yeah. She would K up Chase Mora in a heartbeat. I'd love to see it actually. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Let's have a home run derby. Softball versus baseball. Yeah, let's do it. That'd be fun to watch. That, dude, send that to like, send that into the athletic department. I want to see that actually. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. <laughs> but what do you do? You move back and forth between the fields because you obviously can't yeah, have baseball yeah, yeah. hitters hitting on. Yeah, you let you let Jessica Mullins throw throw, throw fast pitch style. On the baseball field. And then let Levi Wells throw to the girls on the softball field. But you would have to move him back to You'd put 90. him on their third base. You would have to move him back to 60 feet, 6 inches. You'd have him at their third base, probably. No, or like no. at their second base. Or that, sorry. You, that, yeah, their second base. You'd have to move him back to 60 feet, yeah. 6 inches. But yeah. <laughs> That'd be freaking fun. That would be fun. Anyway, Jessica Mullins... Absolutely insane weekend for the whole softball team, but specifically, I mean, and you can tell that she's a leader on this team because from our podcast Twitter, we tweeted out that seven complete games and just 10 starts for Jessica Mullins. And she replied to that and said, 
couldn't do it without the rest of the team. So she's an absolute leader a team and, player. and shout out to the team. But her ERA is sub two. It's a 1.9. She has 81 strikeouts already on the season. She's and in back-to-back games this weekend through two complete games against two top 10 opponents and won them both. Yeah. Uh, and and the resiliency to continue battling back. Yeah. Is because in that UT game on Sunday, again, it was a come from behind one too, right? Uh no. Because um we we're the away team. We let off the game. But it, we scored it, the first run. It sure. came into extra innings, didn't it? No. Yes. So in the in the third inning, Texas scored two runs to take the lead, three to two. Texas State comes back in the fourth. We score two runs to lead the game, four to three, and then they scored one in the seventh to tie the game at four and take it to extras. And then, um, and then we scored in the ninth. To you know win what the I'm game. gonna do tomorrow? She's Just, seven. She's eleven and four on the season. Yeah, she's insane. I just realized tomorrow uh, softball is playing tech in yeah. San Marcos. I'm gonna stand in between the fields so I can watch both games. Oh wait! Oh, they play at two. O'clock. I was gonna say. Do you, can oh you... wait, no, they play at four, two and four tomorrow. Anyway, hang on. Let me get back to that. So we got a doubleheader tomorrow evening for softball. Yeah, two. Against another Power 5 opponent. That's You can't four, stand in between the fields. They have a big-ass fence there. That's four back-to-back-to-back-to-back Power 5 opponents. I don't... Yes, you can. After So after this weekend... You can stand in between the fields. There's a little spot right there in left field. Of the baseball field. They have a a see through fence in the in both of the fields. Okay. Anyway, I don't think that she will be after this weekend pitching two complete games back to back, I don't think she'll be pitching tomorrow against tech. I don't think so either, but I would highly doubt it. She will probably start Friday against Troy to open up. Yeah. To open up conference play. Another Power 5 opponent, though. That'll be good. Yeah, for sure. Um, the bats, we're manufacturing runs. We are not... We're not hitting home runs. We're not really hitting a lot of balls out of the infield. Um, we beat Alabama 3-1. to one. They had two error, errors, and those... Those were costly, and that's kind of that's where that's where we beat A So A and M. I mean A and M, Alabama. <laughs> that's where we beat Alabama. Was on um, was on errors and putting in the ball in play. And earlier, I was complaining that baseball is too reliant on the home run, and now it's kind of a Hypocritical because I'm saying softball doesn't hit enough of them, but there's a balance. And yeah, 
at all. Softball's our, getting it done right now. They're getting it done. There's not a lot to complain about. But if we're being, if we want to like look at it and break it down, is we need to get some more power. We got to find more power in the lineup. Yeah. I think it will come. Uh, Vanderford and um, Smith, who is a UT transfer, look like they have some pop. So hopefully for them, it's just a matter of kind of getting into their routine until they kind of start hitting some of those home runs. Both of them struck out twice in four at-bats um, in the UT game. So hopefully for them, it's just a matter of seeing more pitches getting into the routine before they get that home run swing going. Um, Cause that would definitely help this team kind of get to the next level. If, um, if they can get some, if they can find some pop now on Sunday against UT, we won the game. Thank God. But we did try to give it away on defense. We had three errors um, and we've got to clean that up. We, it didn't come back to bite us in the UT game early in the season, but errors will come back to bite you in regionals and super regionals because those types of teams will take advantage of those mistakes. So I think from watching the game on Sunday, we've got to learn when to eat it. We were throwing balls all around the infield for no reason. Just eat it. Like, I don't, and sometimes, like, if you can't get the lead runner, it's okay. Like, don't try to force something to get the lead runner and yeah. end up throwing the ball away. Yeah. Again, being nitpicky here because you got to find something to talk about. Um, and it's going to all sound nitpicky when you beat two top ten teams in two days. Yeah. But amazing start to the season for um the softball program 18 and 7 so far uh two game win streak both of those wins are top 10 opponents um hopefully we keep it rolling tomorrow against tech i mean what else is there to say yeah i think we'll keep it rolling uh we're sweeping tech tomorrow yeah i mean mullins with two uh, Mullins pitch, National Pitcher of the Week and Mora Hitter of the Week and they will probably also be Sunbelt Pitcher and Hitter of the Week in their respective sports if that hasn't been announced already. Has that been announced already? What? Sunbelt Players of the Week. Um, I don't know. Chase Mora has already gotten <laughs> congratulated as the National I know national. Whatever. Player of the week. That's his second of the season as a true freshman. That's insane. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. They, I mean, there's not a lot more to be said about those two this weekend. They both, um, they both kind of left it all out there in, in, earned really earned those um those recognitions so yeah uh no wow mora did not get 
player of the week, Shane Lewis from Troy, got it. I'm sure well-deserved, but I don't know how. Sophomore outfielder. Oh. He went 8 for 13 this weekend with 14 RBIs. That would be why he got uh, Sunbelt Player of the Week. 14 nice. RBIs is about all you can do better than what Chase Moore did last weekend. Yeah. Um, and then as far as softball, doesn't look like they posted pitcher and player of the week, but be hard to imagine that there was another pitcher who would earn Sunbelt Pitcher of the Week in softball other than Jessica Mullins, so. Yeah. We'll see. Got anything else? Nope. Nothing? Nope. I could do this all night. I'm in a good mood after taking down UT again. It makes me feel yeah. good every time UT loses. No, I'm with you. You done? Yeah, I don't got anything else, I don't think. I'm just trying to see if they posted the picture of the week. In the Sun Belt? They didn't. I just for softball? Yeah. I just looked, they didn't. Hmm. That's not cool. Probably because there's kind of no reason to post it. Everybody knows who it's going to be. Yeah. Kind of just be redundant at this point. You beat two top ten teams in two days. Hmm. Performer of the year. Cedricio Wynn. Yeah, I saw that. Texas State track. Pair of gold medals at the championships and three new school records. And that's an indoor. Just wait for outdoor. Yeah. We're not even really in indoor school down here in Texas, huh? Our track program's insanely good, too. We've really got athletics dialed into a really good spot at this school <laughs> if it wasn't for football. And we are fine on football now because we Hopefully have... Kenny changes that. Oh, there's the... There's another thing. There's another accolade. Oh, we might have mentioned it. Mason Harrell made the all-tournament team for basketball, so that's a good way to cap off his career. We did mention that at the top, and yeah. And then, obviously, for women's, I'm, I haven't seen, but I, I'm sure Denasia Hood's probably on there, right? Yes. I think her and possibly Kennedy Taylor. Hmm. Yeah. Um, really... Shout out to Mason Harrell for sticking around for another year because this would have been a much worse season without him. Yeah. It was not... It was a hard season and it would have been 10 times harder without him. It was not fun to watch at all. Oh. Since we've circled 360 back to basketball, I want to have this conversation now. Okay. Caden Gums is coming here. Malik Presley has taken down his top three post. I think Texas State can get Malik Presley into this program. I don't know. And I also want to see what's his name that plays with them as well. Uh, Javon, Javon. Oh, sh- 
Yeah. Coffee. Is that his name? Coffer. Coffee. Javen Coffee. No, Coffer. Ja- oh, sorry. Javen Coffer. Something like that. Is that his name? Some, yeah. I want to see him all. And I think this is my crystal ball. Crystal ball prediction. Malik Presley is going to be a Bobcat. He's a legacy. He's a San Marcos local. His best friend is playing here. I can see it. The crystal ball has spoken to me. Uh, I don't. I don't know about that. It, I believe that he took his top three down for a couple reasons. One, I think he he had an incredible season. I think he got some more. He, he probably picked District up player some year. more big offers. So that's number one. And I think number two is he was committed to UT and UT famously had some coaching issues. You think he was a silent commit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is what I, I have. His, I his have mom said, works in Austin. His I've family's from the area. He's either gonna he's either gonna be here or at UT. There's I, no way he's going elsewhere. Because yeah, he's He's a local kid. He's a family. He's a family man. You see him posting his family all the time on his socials. He's either going here or UT. I don't know. I'm set on that. Or I would give him A and M maybe. I think. I think that he took down his top three because I think he was a. I think he was going to UT. Chris Beard obviously had the issues that he had and is not at the school anymore. I don't know where that leaves his recruiting, but he there would be no reason I don't think that he would I don't think he would come to a program like this. Guess we'll have to see. I don't Wait know and see. what would be I get it, he's close with uh with Caden Gums, but other than that, why? He's Dude, he's probably closer on this program. He's got... Think about... he's, But okay, he's got yeah, he's all the ability in the world to go play at a big school. And I'm sorry, like, I love Texas State, but he's not going to make NIL money here. There might be... I don't know. You never know. There might be something else calling his name here. <sighs> Reed's been on this. He doesn't need the NIL money. Everybody, it, why not? Well, I know his mom was the principal at the high school. Okay, so she makes that, a good a, yeah, a good middle class was, living. They, he's everybody if, can use the money. Yeah, but I don't know if he's on the nil search. Like he's not trying to. Okay, he's not like looking for it. But a UT comes in and promises you probably close to a hundred thousand for a player of his caliber why wouldn't you take that we're gonna see we're gonna wait and see you think we can't land these kind of players you sound like jake spavadol basketball and football are we got we got malik hornsby now we're gonna get malik presley and the malik's are gonna run this damn school Basketball and football are a lot different, and I'm not saying we can't get a caliber of player. We can't get his caliber of player. I'm just saying I don't know what incentive that he would have. A guy like him who 
Okay. Who had, who has, not had, has offers from big D1 schools. Not, I, I'm not saying we couldn't beat out a tech. We could beat out a, tech, a school like tech for a player. But there's a big gap between UT and Texas State as far as the basketball program right now. I don't know why I don't know what the incentive for him would be to come here. Now, I hope I'm wrong. That would be incredible. You're wrong. Can you imagine a starting five of Caden Gums, Jordan Mason, Davion Sykes, and Malik Presley? Nate Martin? You're wrong because that's what it's gonna be. If your, that's the your starting one, your one is going to be Jordan Mason. Your two next No, 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 no. Your one is going to be Caden. Jordan Gums Mason next is really good off the ball. He cuts hard. That's what I'm saying. Next season, your one is going to be Jordan Mason. Your two or not one. Sorry. Your one's going to be Caden Gums. Your two is going to be Jordan Mason. Your three is going to be Sykes. Your four is going to be Three is probably Presley. Let, okay, dream world, dream portal. Let and me your, get into my dream portal. Hold on, hang hold on. on, hang on. And no, your five Malik is going to be playing. Malik is playing three. Let's. I mean, in the ungodly world where he comes here, he's coming here. It's not ungodly. Okay, he's here. If he, I, I, I know it. I feel it. God spoke to me one night and told me. Reed's having visions. Apparently, if he comes here, he's the three. He's not the four. I'm fine with that. Either way. I the, If you have inside information that you're not telling me, I'm going to be pissed. I have no inside information, but... I'm... I have a crystal ball. Prezi, Prezi does follow him on Twitter. I have a crystal ball. <laughs> He's staying in San Marcos. Let's look at his offers really quick. I, I, we already landed Caden Gums. Caden Gums which, is out of our league. Okay, but a lot there's a lot of time for that to change too. I'm worried it's about that. It's not changing. They're staying. They want to play with Sykes. They want to play with freaking Jordan Mason. They want to be... What puts this program to the next level? I see it. I feel it. Has there been any news on the... What's-his-face front? Dude that didn't play this year that we were really excited about? Has he posted Eli that Kennedy? he's... No. Has he posted that he's transferring? No. Have you checked his... His, twi- his socials? Yeah, no, there's nothing. He's... Uh, whatever. Has he posted that he's entering the transfer portal? No. We don't even show as having offered him, Reed, Malik Presley. Offers from Arizona State, Houston, IUPUI. What the hell is that? Louisiana, LSU, Oklahoma State, SMU, TCU, Texas, Texas A&M, Tulsa, and Kansas State. It doesn't even show that we've offered him. Because they have us tagged under committed. <laughs> when Malik Presley commits in the next couple of months, I'm going to tell the whole world I told you so. 
if he commits, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Hey, shout out to Mike Arakpo. Rack with donating $25,000 yeah. to the end zone complex. Love to see alumni supporting uh, the future of the the program. That's always good. You just said you're going to give me $100 when Malik Presley commits. So, If Malik Presley... No, it's not if, it's when. If he commits and he when sees the he floor... Commits, he's going to commit. Okay, but if he commits and then doesn't... And then decommits and goes somewhere else. I'm not giving you a hundred bucks. No, once his foot's in the door, he's here. He's not transferring. He's a hometown boy. He's okay. We have offered him. That was an old list. He's he's offered. And he's coming here. Can you look at what's his name and see if he has entered the portal? What's his name? Elijah Kennedy. Elijah Kennedy, see if he's entered the portal now that it's open. I would like for him to enter the portal. He pissed me off this year. He didn't even play. That's why. I don't, he hasn't entered the portal from what I'm seeing. And how about Toonsec got kicked? Mm-mm. I haven't seen anything from him either. But I do know that... Um, what's today's date? I don't expect March 13th. either of them to be back. March 13th. Um, so, what? Malik Presley graduates in probably two months from high school. So you can expect in the next 60 days at some point that you're going to see his commitment speech... Thanks to all the coaches that reached out. Thank you for this recruiting commit, process. If he's coming here, he should commit before that. He's letting the pot boil. That's why I know that he is. He's not going to let the pot boil for just any other school. This is his hometown. I saw a post that said to be continued from like one of their moms or something, and it was a picture of both of them. That's when I got on this train of they're going to play college basketball together. It was like one of their moms posted like a picture of both of them. It was like to be continued or something like that at the end of the post. And I was like, okay, he's in. <laughs> it's a lock. I, there's no reason to think that this is the case. Mm-hmm. There is reason. He's staying in San Marcos. Anyways. Okay, let's wrap this up. You don't believe it. I believe it. It, it. You probably saw JL3 basketball at JL3 Elite on Twitter. No, so congrats like, to Malik. And I'm talking. This was like a like a week ago. This oh, that was JL3 posted ago. that like today. I saw that. We offered faith. twenty. We offered a 2026 player. Yeah, I saw that too. From uh, Brennan. Yeah. San Antonio Brennan. Is that correct? I don't know, dude. Bro, I don't know. I would die if he comes here. Like, actually. 
there's just there's too many receipts that all point to him coming here. I don't see DM Denisha him. Presley commenting on other basketball teams' posts. DM him and ask him. I will. I'll. I will figure out his phone number and not call from him. the podcast. DM him from you, from your Twitter and ask him if he's coming here. Okay, I will. I don't see Denisha Presley commenting on other schools, other schools basketball teams posts. Do you? I don't know. I don't Do you see Malik Presley's mom commenting on other basketball teams posts? Because I sure don't. What did she comment on? She's always, dude. She's always responding, like commenting on posts. I mean, granted, maybe Kaden Gums is in most of them, but there's one of the first one I see. Looking at her Twitter, it it the one that she commented on was a happy birthday to Caden Gums. Keep scrolling. There's gonna be more. I... Everyone is gonna be on this train. Dude, like, you, you're going to be sad. You're going to be let down. No, I'm not. You're going to be sad that you weren't on this train for forever. Right. And I'm going to take 100 bucks from you. That's what's going to make you sad. I will gladly give $100 to have... Malik Presley and Caden uh, Gums both on the court in Strand Arena next season. And then I'll lose my fucking mind when Davion Coleman plays more minutes than Caden <laughs> Gums. <laughs> if they both come here and Davion Coleman touches the floor next year, I will lose my shit. If they're both here and he so much as licks the floor in pregame warm-ups, I'll lose my shit. Yeah. Well. Can't you just see that? TJ being like, well, Caden needs to develop. We're going we're gonna to start Davion Coleman. Mm. And I like TJ, but can't you see that happening? You know what I can see happening? I will lose my goddamn mind if that happens. I can see Malik Presley playing in a maroon and gold uniform. And um, what day is our first tip-off? You know who looked really good in the conference tournament? Brandon Love. Yeah, he went crazy in one of the games. I don't remember which game it was. Hopefully that can continue into next season. He's still young. He's only a sophomore. I know. And you can tell, too. He hasn't filled out. He still hasn't grown into that massive body of his. He's the biggest player on the team. Height-wise, I'm pretty sure. Molly Presley, Texas State Bobcat, in T-minus less than 60 days. Speaking into existence. I. It's Did you DM him? Huh? Did you DM him? No, I will. I'll DM him, tell him that I'll donate my salary to the Booster Club all for his NIL. You don't have a salary. Once I graduate, my salary. <laughs> You're a student. I'll donate my salary. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. 
This is our longest one to date. This is an hour and 35 minutes right now. It's because everybody's going to be hearing about how Caleb, Caleb, good God, I can't speak. Malik Presley is going to be a Bobcat. I guess we'll leave you with that this week. Um, Bobcat of the week. It's easy this week. I mean, there's only two nominees possible. Not true. Okay, who's yours? No, it's your turn to go first. Oh, I have to guess you. You want to guess mine? Go ahead. <laughs> Jessica Mullins. Jessica Mullins. My Bobcat of the Week. You can't guess mine. Beat two top ten player, two top ten teams in two consecutive days on two complete games. She has how many strikeouts did I say so far this season? Like 80-something strikeouts? She's nutty. Crazy. All right, so Jessica Mullins is my Bobcat of the Week. We'll post that poll up on Twitter when we post the podcast. I don't know if this one's even pullable, but (laughs) I'm going to smoke you in this one. Reed's dumbass is going to be Bobcat of the Week is Malik Presley. No, that's going to be my... That's going to be the first one of uh, next basketball season for me, but... Take a guess. Chase Mora. Nope. You're a fraud. You're a hack. Uh-uh. You're an absolute fraud. Who? You got one more guess. Oh, is Malik Presley an actual guess for you? Sure. Mason Harrell, baby. <sighs> Come on. Come on. He spent a lot of years here, gave us a lot of good basketball. And like I said, he left his soul in Florida for us. <laughs> Whatever, that's fraudulent. He hasn't got a nomination, I don't think, yet. Let him finish out his career as my Bobcat of the Week. Okay, fine. He's your Bobcat of the Week nominee. I'm not going to say that it's not warranted, but I mean, it probably should have been like during the basketball season. Okay, well, we haven't recorded since the, before the tournament. Whose fault is that? You're the busy one. You're the one who's working full-time and going to school full-time. Did <laughs> you just hurry the hell up and graduate? I had exams. It was midterm season. Midterms are for drinking beer. I would tell you about the time that I... Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's all. Thanks for listening. As always... Leave us a rating and review if you could. We appreciate that. Um, Subscribe to the podcast if you are not already. 80 some odd percent of you are. So thank you for that. Um, uh, Follow us on Twitter. We are at Cat's Corner Pod. At Reed Leonardis. That's R-E-E-D. And at Thomas Leonardis on Twitter. Give us a follow. And uh, we got some more moms following us. Shout out to the moms on Twitter. Texas State moms are the best. Um, we appreciate moms you. Moms drink for free at my house. We appreciate y'all <laughs> um, following, liking, retweeting us. Uh, fun time over there on Twitter. And uh, Again, I might close this out every week like this. If something absolutely absurd 
and possibly offensive is said on our Twitter feed, it was read. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk with y'all, I don't know, sometime relatively soon. I'm going to Disney tomorrow, so I'm not sure that we'll get one up next weekend, but maybe like next Monday or Tuesday? Possibly? Maybe. All right, cool. Cool. <sighs>